everyone, and welcome to Do You Even Mother podcast. Please excuse how I sound. I still don't feel 100%. <laughs> sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, I just want to start off by saying that you are able to subscribe now. It's 99 cents a month, and you'll get subscriber-only episodes. If anyone is interested, uh, the t-shirts we are still working on, it's been so hectic with everything going on. Um, but today's episode is postpartum depression. So I do want to start off by saying, just know you are not alone in this. If you have this, this episode could trigger some people, um, but I just want to say, if you have any thoughts of suicide, the number for the National Suicide Prevention has changed to 988. Please call if you ever feel, if you ever feel that you need to. You are loved, you are enough, and you're an amazing mother. You're doing great. Um, I, I wanted to include that because postpartum depression can really really mess with your mind and it's it's tough it's really tough <sighs> so to start off the cause is not really under cannot it's not really understood um it could be a combination of many many things um emotional um environmental drops in hormone levels issues with spouse and family lack of help Stressful events during and after pregnancy, um, sleep deprivation can worsen the symptoms. So, I'm going to start off with drops in hormone levels. Your body just went through a huge change. Your body grew something. <laughs> All these different hormones going to your brain are trying to get replaced by different hormones, you know? It's just, it's just a huge change. Um, your body's changing, you don't feel comfortable, your spouse could be acting a certain way, you, issues with your spouse and family, exactly, like, your sp some, some people, just don't even understand the toll pregnancy takes on you. They can say all day, every day, I understand, I understand. No, you don't. Until you have experienced it, whether you have seen someone go through it and you have been there with them, or you have gone through it yourself, you do not know. I was young when I had my oldest son. My postpartum depression was tough. So tough. <sighs> I was young and dumb. I was so stupid. Um, I thought I was happy. I was not. Um, I had to grow up real fast. I had been through a lot anyways before I had my son. I did a lot of parenting things that I myself should not have done was a child. 
We should have been going, having fun instead of helping raise or raise kids who were not mine. Um, and then I have a child of my own. It, it did something. I was not fully grown. Um, but I love my son. He is amazing. He's my best friend. One of my best friends. I, I can go to him for everything. Um, lack of help. You relax. If someone does not help you when you have a baby, you need to lose them. You just popped out a baby. You either popped out a baby or you got that baby cut out of you. If you do not receive the help you deserve, ex that person needs to exit out of your life. Absolutely not. I know that's hard to say. Hard to hear. But take the help of people you trust, of course. S stressful events during and after pregnancy. Let me tell you. <coughs> My pregnancies have all been stressful. Every single one. Your body's changing. Your mind's changing. The way people look at you is, is changing. It's not just that. It's close calls. Things have, things have happened before you got pregnant. Miscarriages. Stillborns. Those things can stress you out. With your next pregnancy. I, I have never experienced it. I know people who have. And they are petrified. Will it happen again? What happens if? It's scary. It really is. I almost lost my oldest. I had a threatened miscarriage due to stress. Anyone can tell you. Oh... Stress can't cause miscarriages. That is complete bullshit. Complete bullshit. I was put on bed rest for four weeks with my oldest. My last three, I have had I had stressful pregnancies. High blood pressure, stressful pregnancy, drama that I didn't even involve myself in. And every single one of my kids had meconium. Meconium is bowel movement. But mine did it before they came out. It's not good. It's very unsafe. And it can be caused by stress. and caused by a bunch of things. My husband was petrified after we had our four-year-old. Did not want any more kids. We ended up getting pregnant with our one-year-old. I got gestational diabetes. We did not have a good marriage when I was pregnant. I could pretend that we were good all day, every day. We were not good. And that caused a lot of stress. And it caused lack of help and issues with my spouse and with my family and with myself. Um, we're still working on that. Uh, the the hate that just grew in both of us t 
support each other. It's something that we have to acknowledge, we have to talk about, and we have to get over it. It, there's a lot, there's a lot that can happen when you're pregnant. It's not all sunshine and rainbows, don't let anyone ever think that it is, or tell you it is. Um, treatment. Let's hop into treatment. Oh, sleep deprivation. Take a nap. I know it's scary. I know it absolutely is. If someone is willing to watch your baby while you sleep, if you trust that person, of course, take that nap. It could worsen everything. You need to sleep. And that sleep when the baby sleeps crap is bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. I... We, if we did not check on my four-year-old at the time, we could have lost him. It's terrifying. Uh, I think I'll discuss it later on in this episode, actually. Um, so, I got postpartum, I had postpartum depression, I got postpartum anxiety, just that. The day of his second checkup, we went into the hospital. I think I mentioned this. <laughs> But we go into the hospital, we get him checked out at the doctor's office, and his body temperature is low. Um, so they put him in the hospital. My husband has to go to work. I'm there by myself with a newborn baby who's having to get poked and prodded and poked and prodded, and it's absolutely terrifying. Very scary for me. And I'm just sitting on the couch, I remember, walking back and forth crying. I don't want to get postpartum. I don't want to get postpartum. If you don't get postpartum, that's amazing. Um, I'll mention more, but I was so terrified to get postpartum. And then after we got released, they're like, I'm doing it by myself. <laughs> after I got, after we got released, um, they told us keep them swaddled, keep them in long sleeve pajamas at all times at all times keep a hat on him keep socks on him he has to be warm at all times so we put a hat on him and it covered up his face we had I had just fallen asleep my husband woke me woke me up I'm closer to the baby I look and it's covering his face it's terrifying that set my anxiety off I didn't even know you could have postpartum anxiety I would go to work and have my aunt watch him while I worked. Him and uh, my now six-year-old. And I would text her or call her. I'm like, go check on him. Go check on him. Go check on him. And she's like, I just did. I just did. I, I know, but I need, I need to see him. I need to make sure he's okay. This was every five minutes. Five to ten minutes. Um, it's terrifying. It really messes with your head. Um, I ended up getting so terrified when we got pregnant with our now one-year-old that I got a breathable mattress. Love it. It's amazing. It was the best. I wanted, I think it's the halo that tells you their heart rate drops, if their breathing drops, anything like that. I just wanted all these things to keep him safe and keep me aware. I had to work so hard. So hard. I still have 
anxiety with my one-year-old. Um, it's terrifying. It's the scariest thing ever. But now that I got that, um, when I hop into treatment, uh, speak to your doctor. It is very scary talking to your doctor. They are there to help you. If you trust your doctor, if you trust your doctor, please talk to them. I know it's, it's terrifying to tell your doctor what's going on in your head because there's a lot of shitty doctors out there. Oh, you have these bad thoughts going on in your head. You just told me I'm going to contact DHR and this is what's going to happen. It's terrifying. It, it, it happens too. It honestly does. Um, it's <laughs> the shitty world. Medication. If you speak to your doctor and you tell them, look, I think I need to get put on medication, antidepressants, work with them to see what would best fit you. Uh, therapy. I just want to let you know there is a um, therapy company you can go through called BetterHelp. They're amazing. You don't have to see anybody face-to-face -face unless, you, unless you want to, and you can do video chats um, over the phone, through text messages, and you can do payment plans with BetterHelp. Uh, if you need marriage counseling, you and your spouse can do marriage counseling through BetterHelp. It's awesome. I have not quite been able to do the therapy, but I'm down for it. I absolutely am. Um, Self-care. Talk to someone. Take some time for yourself. It's okay to do that. Like I've said already multiple times, if you trust someone enough with your baby and they are willing to give you the time away take it okay yet yeah, you can call you can video chat you can do whatever you need but take that time nutrition um i did not know this but if you add fish nuts and seeds to your diet it, it can actually help it has i think it was omega-3 in it not 100% sure, did not write it down. But there's something in those that help with your hormones, I think it was. Um, drink water. Drink water. Not only is it good for you, but it you'll feel better. It is harder to do. But I drink hint waters. They're flavored. They're just flavored water. They're amazing. They're at Sam's Club and at Walmart. Okay. Okay. Symptoms. Let's hop into it. Mm. Feeling sad. Sadness and anxiety. Sleeping too much. Eating less. Irritation or angry for no reason. Sudden mood changes. Poor concentration. Difficulty remembering things. Feeling worthless guilt, hopelessness, thoughts of death or suicide, lack of pleasure, and things that you did before you had the baby, and feeling disconnected to the baby. 
most of these are due to hormones. But also, a lot of these can happen if you're not getting help. Um, just, just I, I can't tell you not to feel sad and not to feel anxiety because pregnancy is terrifying. Parenting is, is terrifying. Sleeping too much. If you're not getting the sleep you need, you're going to sleep a lot when you can. And you just pass out. And just passing out from not getting any sleep is so dangerous. Eating less. If you don't have the right substance, you're not going to feel good. Um, irritation or you're angry for no reason. I contribute that with no help. And I also contribute that with your hormones. Horm hormones. Oh my goodness. Sudden mood changes. Yeah. You just popped a baby out. <laughs> your hormones are changing. Your body's trying to get back to where it's supposed to be. I mean, my goodness. Poor concentration. What was it? It was overstimulation. Oh my gosh. Our first episode. Having a new baby can be so overstimulating. People wanting to come over and see the baby. And people wanting to do all these things. Be with yourself and your child and your spouse, if you have a spouse, for as long as you want to, and then invite those people over. They do not have to see that baby in person immediately. There's a thing called a phone video chat. My goodness. And don't let anybody harass you about it. It's your baby. <sighs> Difficulty remembering things. Once again, I'm going to contribute that to hormone changes. Feeling worthless, guilt, and hopelessness. Hormone changes. I I don't know. I feel worthless, guilt, and hopelessness during my pregnancy. I didn't like the way I looked. Uh, with our last baby, I got really depressed because of some family stuff. I just... I was ready to just say, screw it and do it all by myself, honestly. Thoughts of death and suicide. Your hormones change so much. But you are strong. You got this. The world would not be a better place without you. You make the world even if it's not all around you, you make the world in your home. You make that world for that baby. Okay? Just continue what you can do. Ask for help. Receive help. Get therapy. Get medication. Do what makes you happy. You are not alone. Believe me, guys, you're not alone. Lack of pleasure in things that you did before. Take some you time, but you ain't got to hop back into the hobbies you did before. Relax. Just relax. <sighs> Feeling disconnected with the baby. Hmm. 
trying to say hormones again, obviously, but when you feel like you're alone in this, which you're not, um, you, they literally take a baby out of you. Keep you in the hospital for two or three days or more if need be. And then they, here you go, send you out into the wilderness <laughs> with a baby. I would not. I, I just couldn't. <laughs> it was so stressful for me. So scary. Even, not even with my first one. With any of them. I'm like, oh crap, I forgot how to make a bottle. It's feeling disconnected because the baby cries too much. Because you just... Oh my gosh. How do I do this? Like... I'm just going to say it. Feeling disconnected isn't just you don't love the baby. You love the baby, but your body's like, look what it did to you. Because you made this, your head's messed up. Your body's messed up now. It's, it's not. You created this beautiful, beautiful thing. And yeah, I say beautiful. I think babies are beautiful. Some babies look like old people, but babies are beautiful. Okay? They're beautiful potatoes. <laughs> but if you feel any of these and they alarm you, please get help. Just, that's my biggest thing is get, get the help that you want. It's terrifying everything you see in the news right now because... The moms didn't have help. Or the dads got jealous of the baby or something like this. It's so terrifying. I don't even know how to explain it. It scares me so bad. And when you see all these things of the mom didn't, the mom did this, the mom did that. Who helped her? Who helped her? Who was there for her when she needed it? You know, like, and then you see the comments, well, she didn't ask for this, she didn't, how do you know? How do you know? She probably did. Um, <laughs> postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression can last for quite a time. Mine went all the way until I got pregnant with Maximus. After Max was born, it wasn't too bad. Uh, actually, I was more depressed while I was pregnant with him. My marriage wasn't in a good place, like I said. We were both nervous about the pregnancy because the one with Michael was terrifying. For not only me, but also my husband. Maximus is such a blessing, and I honestly wouldn't change anything. Um, he's the cutest, happiest little thing. Uh, my postpartum with my two oldest children were very hard. I went through a lot. Um, because I was young and dumb. I love them very much, but I, God, I was so stupid. Um, William was hard at first because people were not happy that my husband and I procreated. <laughs> they really weren't. They're still not happy. My God. It's been over seven years. Grow up. 
Um, I have the support of my amazing husband, and yes, it might sound odd to some, but the support of my ex-husband and his wife, who was also pregnant. <laughs> we would literally leave them at the house and go to Walmart and get snacks and just sit around their house and eat. My snacks were her snacks, her snacks were my snacks. We, we just were there. I, we went to the hospital when she went into labor. They went, they came up to the hospital after I had William and we just, they babysat for us when we had William. It, it was amazing. <laughs> it honestly was. They helped us. They, they helped me so much. They helped us so much. Um, we had our own house, literally. Like we could go home, but I think we just all enjoyed just hanging out. Um, but I appreciate them so much because I don't think they know how much they helped me with my depression. But, um, here we are nine years later and we've gone through so much and we've gotten so much stronger these past few years or these past few months, my husband and I have, um, and I, I really appreciate it, all the help I've gotten. We still have a long ways to go. Um, like I said, with Maximus, there was so much animosity built up between both of us that I don't think we ever have really talked about it. We've just talked about what we know, but it's it's so hard to acknowledge those feelings that you felt when you were pregnant and not make the other person feel bad. But sometimes you got to make somebody feel bad about it because you pregnancy's not a time to feel alone. Your body's going through changes, your head's going through changes. You're just literally dealing with so much. And it's not just you you have to worry about. It's that little bitty seed inside of you. Um I already talked about Michael and his two-day checkup, um, so I'm not going to mention that again, but if you ever, if any of you ever need someone to talk to, I might seem, if you have spoken to me, I might seem like the type of person that talks about myself. I don't know how to give the best advice that I can give without telling you what I've been through. And I'm always so nervous to talk to people about their feelings or things they're going through without them feeling like I'm talking about myself. I'm not. I'm just giving you what I've been through. That's the best thing I can do is give you my, if I have been through it, give you my point of view on how I work through it. If I have worked through it. <laughs> but... To someone, if you want to message me and talk to me, I'm I'm cool with it. I will listen. I will give you the best advice. I can do whatever I need to do to make you feel comfortable during this transition. If it's something that's happened a long time ago, if you still need to talk about it, it's just anything in general. 
I can, I, I will help the best I can. If not, find a safe place to vent. Um, I've made another Facebook group for venting anonymously because there are some things that you need to vent about that you don't want people to know who you are. I know I would love to just talk about things that I go through without people knowing who I am. That's why I made the group. I know there are some things that you would like to keep hidden. And it's called Vent It Out. If you are interested, just get on the uh, Do You Even Leather Facebook page. If you're not already part of the Vent It Out group. And I'll add you to it. Um, but yeah. We're almost 30 minutes. I feel like I kind of just breezed through this episode. And just repeated myself. But postpartum depression's hard, you guys. Um, postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety. It's terrifying. You're not alone. <laughs> Some people are just lucky. They have a good support system. They have family members who can be there every waking hour. Um, but don't ever feel like you're in this alone. You're not. You're not. We, we got you. Remember, you're not in this alone. You're an amazing mother. You're doing great. You are loved and you are enough. And I hope I did this justice. It did seem kind of ran through. But yeah, you got this. Alright, bye guys.